This is Cigar Dave the General. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show podcast. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. It certainly has been a most interesting, if not stressful, week. Beginning with the bombing in Boston during the Boston Marathon. And then we had the explosion in West Texas at a fertilizer plant. Suffice it to say, it was not one of the better weeks. And lieutenants, today at the opening of this show... I think it's only appropriate that I give you my take on what I believe should be done to Jokar Tsarnaev, the sole remaining and living of the terrorists that killed, dismembered, and terrorized an American city earlier this week. It is only appropriate that I give you my take, and I'm going to tell it like it is. Long-ass greetings and salutations, a long-ass snappy salute, semper delictatio, always pleasure, although it seems a little inappropriate today to say that, but we still do, because we do want to live, hopefully, always under pleasurable conditions. And unfortunately, in the real world, we have to deal with terrorists and thugs and criminals and barbarians and cretons like the Tsarnaev brothers, Tamerlan 26, who thankfully was whacked on uh, Thursday evening, and Jokar Tsarnaev, who is in serious condition. And I hope he recovers. I hope he does recover. Because, number one, we need to get all the information that is possible from him. Were there anyone else involved? Was there anyone else involved? Where did they go to get training? Clearly, the older brother went over to Russia for six months, and from there, did he go to Chechnya? Where did he go? And I'll tell you about how the FBI bungled things, in my estimation. But I say I hope he lives for two reasons. Number one, because we do want to get as much information as possible. And number two, because I would love nothing better than to see this man live and then be brutally terrorized and tortured in the exact same manner in which he did to all those innocent people that attended the Boston Marathon. I will never forget the picture of the man who was being rolled in a wheelchair away from the scene, his legs blown off. All you could see was the remnants of a bone, a sharp edge of his bone below the knee. And a number of people said they should not have shown that picture. Yes, they should have. That's reality. That's what these terrorists have done, not only in Boston, but in so many other cities and countries around the world. We cannot forget. And let's face it, since September 11, 2001, the United States has foiled either directly or indirectly or by sheer accident a number of potential 
terrorist activities. The shoe bomber. The potential bomber in Times Square. And by the way, when when we have a terrorist who was a member of the United States Army, a physician, down in Fort Hood, and the administration classified that as a workplace shooting or a workplace, trying to remember the exact term that they use, workplace violence. That's exactly what they used, workplace violence. That wasn't workplace violence. That was terrorism. And I will guarantee you there were people in the administration that wanted to hold off on calling it a terrorist act because they didn't want their record being blemished by saying a terrorist act occurred under our watch. But it did. And it occurred under the FBI's watch. More on that in a moment. Earlier this week, when the terrorists struck at the Boston Marathon, I tweeted out a blunt and uh, pretty straight shooting tweet on what exactly I would do. I said, when the terrorists or terrorists of today's Boston bombing are caught, the victims and families should be allowed to torture them mercilessly and painfully. And I should also say brutally. So here's what I would do when I hope Jokar Tsarnaev recovers. I would take him back to the scene of where the bombing occurred. I would put him in leg shackles, put him in handcuffs, and I would attach him to a permanently mounted, uh, you know, they have those barricades, those metal barricades. I would permanently affix that barricade, and I would tie him right to that barricade. Then what I would do is take the exact same bomb that he and his terrorist brother created, and I would place that bomb in the exact position so that all the shrapnel and all the pellets and the nails and the BBs and anything else that you can come up with when the explosion occurs would first wipe out both of his legs. Do the exact same thing that their bomb did to an innocent bystander. That's the first thing. Then, once that occurred, I would stand him up, and then I would take a chainsaw. Take a chainsaw, and I would hand it to any of the surviving families or survivors or families who were affected, and I would then say, have at it. You want to start chopping off his hand? Go ahead. Take the chainsaw. Fire it up. Then maybe take half of his arm off. Then maybe go right to the shoulder. Then I'd start with some of his further uh, southern extremity body parts, if you know what I mean. I would brutally and mercilessly and savagely torture this son of a bitch until he was finished. Let him bleed out. Show no compassion, no mercy. Now, I'm sure there are some of you saying, well, wait a minute, that's, that's barbaric. You're putting yourself on that level. You're damn right. Because I believe when somebody terrorizes us, the justice system is far too humane and compassionate. We know he did it. We saw him there. We know they put the bombs there. Finish him. But do it in a savage and brutal and extremely painful way. And then let's televise it. 
Let's televise it and show every other potential terrorist, you do this to us, we're going to do this to you. But we're going to do it in spades. And I would watch this guy scream in pain and in torture and cry and beg for mercy and forgiveness. And the entire time I would sit there smiling saying, you son of a bitch bastard are getting everything you deserve. Everything. In fact, anything we, any torture we could give him would not be enough. That's the reality. Brutal? Yes. But when we are terrorized, the Israelis have proven this, the only thing that works is revenge. As Frank Sinatra said, the best revenge is massive success. Well, let's, let's take that a little bit with a different twist. The best revenge on a terrorist is being able to terrorize a terrorist. And that's exactly what I would do. Chain them to the barricade. Place that same type of bomb and then count it down. Three, two, one, boom. Watch his legs get blown off. And then when he's screaming in pain and in shock, take a chainsaw. Let everyone have at it. His fingers maybe one by one. Then let's go to his hand. Then at the elbow. Then his shoulder. Oh, I don't know. Then maybe his nose. Then his uh, his uh, his his absolute terrorist nads. One by one, I would dismember that SOB and smile all the way. And when it was done, I would light a cigar, a celebratory cigar, knowing that the world is rid of another sack of garbage terrorist. And then I would open up a fine bottle of wine or a spirit and say, cheers as you go to hell, USOB. That's simple. I have not one lick in my body of forgiveness for this clown. I have not one lick of compassion for saying, let's not stoop to their level. Oh, yes, we're going to stoop far le- far lower than his level because he's going to get everything that he deserves. And now let's talk about the FBI, an unnamed country which now we're discovering was Russia. I'm no fan of Russia. I'm no fan of Putin. I think they're still commies. However, when they call and say to the FBI, you may want to investigate this person, we have a feeling there may be some sort of terrorist connection. We have a feeling there may be something that is dangerous on the horizon. Please investigate. We're giving you the tip. So the FBI's Boston office investigated the elder Tsarnaev, Tamerlan Tsarnaev, in 2011. They found nothing warranting any further investigation. Now, my question is this. Once somebody tips us off, a country tips us off, does it not behoove this country, the FBI, the fumbling Bureau of Investigation, apparently, to say, look, Let's keep this clown on a watch list or this gentleman on a list. Let's watch him. When I go through the airport, I'll give you a perfect example. I was going to Las Vegas, and I'm still uh, away from Humidor 1A. But I was in Las Vegas for the National Association of Broadcasters Convention week before last. And as I was changing planes, two TSA agents, as part of the TSA's now random screening, 
we're going up to different people in line as we're about to board. The gentleman behind me, who I know very well, a very well-known person in the broadcasting industry, well-known broadcasting executive in a suit and tie, the last person in a billion years you would say, this person has the potential to be a terrorist. What do they do? They stop him and say, excuse me, sir, may we go through your briefcase? And he looks and says, okay. And I looked and I said, yeah, he really looks suspicious. Seriously? And the TSA agent looked at me and didn't know what to say. Or I should say the BTSA agent. So while we are wasting time on innocent Americans, the FBI is derelict in their duty to follow up what could have been or what was a potential terrorist. What was a terrorist? Not a potential terrorist. At the time, he could have been a potential terrorist. If a foreign country says, keep an eye on this guy, I would think that the Joint Terrorism Task Force, the FBI, or whomever, whatever agency, DHS, Homeland Security, they would keep an eye and say, let's follow up. Maybe in another month. Let's keep an eye on his social pages, on his Facebook, on his Twitter. Had they done that, in cooperation with the Russian intelligence people, we would have known exactly what this clown was up to. But it slipped through the cracks. Someone at the FBI, or some people, some managers, some agents, are going to have to be held accountable. We're all told how the FBI now and DHS and the Joint Terrorism Task Force will go to no ends to protect us. Well, they failed. They failed, and I believe an investigation, a non-political investigation, is warranted. I don't want the Democrats or the Republicans taking sides. I want the facts. And if it is discovered that they did a very perfunctory, very basic surface investigation and didn't follow up, then head should roll. Maybe all the way to the top, the head of the FBI. But I find it amazing that they're wasting all their time, the TSA, on innocent Americans who no way in 10 million years are a threat to this nation. And I'm sure the FBI is, is wasting their resources on other less important items. And yet, here they had a, a tip-off from a foreign government saying, watch this guy. You'd think that once we saw that he went to Russia, we would call the Russians and say, where's he going? Oh, he went back to Chechnya? Maybe we should keep an eye on this guy. Let's follow up further. Maybe it could have been prevented. I'm not saying it could have been, but just maybe. But you'd think that we would have a government agency that would be a little more vigilant about potential terrorists, knowing what we know over the last 12 years since September 11th, 2001. You would think. That's my take, lieutenants. Of course, I always welcome you for your comments. You disagree? If you agree, the floor is yours. 877-DAVE-007, 877-328-3007. Email address CigarDave at CigarDave.com. Follow me at Twitter at CigarDaveShow, Facebook CigarDave. I realize this is a departure from our normal pleasure maneuvers and alpha male pleasure maneuver show and topics. However, as Americans... This is what was going on, and this is what people were talking about in cigar retailers and cigar lounges and people firing up their cigars. So we're not going to ignore it. We're going to spend time on it. Later on in the show, I have a couple of other items that I will get to. But when we come back, we will conduct the National Cigar Litation in the memory 
of those people that were killed in Boston during the marathon terrorist attack, as well as those people in West Texas, that fertilizer plant explosion. I'm Cigar Dave the General. We'll conduct litation, and we'll open up the floor to you around the corner. Your passport to pleasure. pleasure. The Cigar Dave Show. The General pontificates 24-7 on Twitter at Cigar Dave Show. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm-hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, Those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I cannot tell you how many times lieutenants come up to me and say, General, I wish I could enjoy the same great cigars you get to sample before everyone else. Well, good news. For the last nine years, you've been able to do that. If you've joined my Cigar Dave's Officers Club every month, you will receive three cigars direct to your door, shipped in a fantastic Officers Club custom Ziploc cigar pouch. Membership is $22.95 per month. There's no long-term contracts. You're not satisfied? You can cancel whenever you want. It makes a great gift for birthdays, holidays. In fact, I suggest you take an Officers Club membership and spoil yourself. Sample the gamut from mild to full, natural to Maduro, robusto to perfecto. The Cigar Dave's Officers Club has great cigars delivered to you every single month. Join today at CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club and enjoy great cigars. And now, a few words with Rocky Patel about the private seller. Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and for years I've been saving special fillers and binders to make a personal blend that I absolutely love and enjoy. And everyone's been asking me for this cigar, but we've never had enough of the tobaccos. Finally, I've gathered enough great tobaccos to release something from my personal humidor. It's called the Rocky Patel Private Cellar. We spent years developing and perfecting the cigar. It's got gorgeous earthy flavors, beautiful, dark, oily, broadleaf wrapper, and some of the greatest fillers from Esteli and Condega in Nicaragua. This medium to full body cigar is rich, it's decadent, and it fills your palate with tons of flavor. I promise you, you're gonna love this cigar. Look for the private seller so I can share some of my favorites with you. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause cancer and heart disease. Made in the USA. 
America's alpha male-in-chief, Cigar Dave. Lieutenants, I'm going to postpone the litation ceremony to the bottom of the hour because I want to make sure I have enough time, and I do want to pay proper tribute. We will be playing our orchestrated version of TAPS uh, in just a few moments. I received a tweet from someone saying, General, great plan, but can we replace the chainsaw with something that will keep him alive longer and allow him to feel more pain? The answer is absolutely. You want to use a hacksaw? You want to use your bare hands? Anything would be fine. And it is important that we, that the government does not read this terrorist SOB, his Miranda rights. He is an absolute enemy combatant. He declared war on this country as far as I'm concerned. He ought to be interrogated, and waterboarding would be a piece of cake compared to what I would do to him, and then ship this SOB down to Guantanamo, get all the info, then let's bring him back to Boston for the type of terror that I would like to inflict upon him. I believe it is only appropriate. It is the right thing to do. And I would have no problem sleeping after us having a... I would sleep so well after that occurred and watching it and taking place in it, knowing that we did to this clown, this SOB, this terrorist, what he did to us, he should feel pain, far more pain. And to all those people whose lives are permanently changed, it is the least, the very least we can do. Now, lieutenants, let us now play taps and remember all those who died not only at uh, Boston during the Marathon Explosion, but as well in West Texas. Conversational maneuvers continue on the, on the Cigar Dave Show. When you were a kid, there was nothing like walking into a toy store with the money you saved to buy the coolest toy. Today, you get the same feeling of excitement when you walk into your cigar retailer's humidor and discover the latest must-have cigar. There are hundreds of cigars, but you never stop looking for a new favorite. Next time you venture into the humidor, ask for the new Villiger Colorado. You'll gravitate to the beautiful, oily, reddish-brown Nicaraguan Colorado wrapper dressed in an elegant burgundy band. The new Villiger Colorado is blended with two binders, an Esteli Habano and Ometepe Habano that uniquely enhances the richness, smoothness, and taste complexity of this highly acclaimed cigar. You'll be rewarded with medium to full-bodied flavors accentuated with highlights of spice. The new Villiger Colorado, rich taste, clean finish at a comfortable price. Explore the new Villiger Colorado at ViligerCigars.com. 
As a connoisseur of life's pleasures, your shopping list includes two very important items, cigars and spirits. But there aren't many places that carry both, a great selection of cigars and a huge selection of spirits. There is now. Say hello to Spirits 365 with two superstores in Pinellas. Spirits 365 is the home to a massive selection of spirits, wine, and beer. From Doors to Glenfiddich, Crown Royal to Cavassier, and Balvini to Budweiser, Spirits 365 is stocked. While our name is Spirits 365, we're loaded with your favorite premium cigars. Romeo y Julieta, Rocky Patel, Arturo Fuente, Drew Estate, Macanudo, Monte Cristo, and more. Whether it's cigars, spirits, wine, or beer, it's all at Spirits 365. Two Pinellas locations, Gandhi Boulevard, just west of the Dog Track in St. Pete, just minutes from Tampa, and Seminole Boulevard, just south of Park Boulevard in Seminole. Spirits 365, open every day of the year and open late, until 3 a.m. in St. Pete and midnight in Seminole. Spirits 365, your cigar and spirits superstore. secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy. It's time for National Cigar Litation Maneuvers. Earlier this week, if you remember the Officers Club, you should have received the Cigar Dave April Officers Club selection in the brand new version 2.0 Cigar Dave Officers Club pouch. Very snazzy, I might add. And I'm opening it up right now. I've already tweeted out a picture and Facebooked a picture of the April 2013 selection of the Aging Room Havau. Rafael Nodal, the man behind Oliveros Cigars and Boutique Blends, the Aging Room, the the uh, just the, some beautiful cigars that they have made over the last number of years. We had breakfast about uh, a month ago. And he said, General, I brought you a nice little sampler pack, and I've got some samples of cigars that we're looking to launch at the August IPCPR convention. You're going to be amongst the first to sample these new blends. They were phenomenal. But the one that really caught my eye, caught my palate, was the Aging Room Havau that they lost, launched last summer. It is smooth. It is creamy. It is flavorful. It is delightful. It is... A tremendous, mild to medium-flavored cigar. Beautiful construction. Made down at the La Palma Cigar Factory in the Dominican Republic. It uses an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper, a Dominican Havano Criollo binder and filler. What is unique about these cigars, they're all done in small batch because they only have a limited amount of the tobaccos. So they're made in small batches. So you're not going to be able to go out and uh, to your retailer and pick up 20, 30 boxes of these. They come out relatively limited. It follows up on their successful launch of the M356 Aging Room about a year and a half ago, which is also an Officers Club selection. So this is magnificent. Very, very smooth. This would go absolutely tremendously with a nice, oh, I would say Chardonnay, a little bit of sparkling wine, a mild-flavored whiskey, very pleasant stick. 
You're looking in the seven to eight, eight and a half dollar category, reasonably priced. And uh, I'm going to be pulling out the double Corona. This is a, probably the largest cigar I've smoked in a while. This is a seven and a half by, I would say, 52. Beautiful looking stick. Also, we have a Toro and a Corona in this month's Officers Club selection. And that's what I will enjoy today the Aging Room Havau Double Corona. Cigar altering and highly sharpened leaf exposing device. Self sharpening double edged stainless steel guillotine ready for cutting maneuvers. Maximum BTU flame throwing and heat producing apparatus. Well, I've got my Cigar Dave signature lock and load prototype from the R&D Labs. Five jet flames with a nice little amber glow. We'll do a magnificent job on this large aging room Havau Double Corona. Cigar, Cigar pre-lightation checklist complete. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go throttle up in three, two, one. Here comes the cut. Perfect cut. Took just the right amount of the cap off. I will now toast the foot of this cigar. Very nice. Beautiful. And I should tell you that the Officers Club selection for May, the Rocky Patel Freedom. Very appropriate that it's the May selection considering the events of this week. You're going to love that cigar too. Medium, medium full. But this Aging Room Havau has a magnificent draw. Wonderful taste complexion on the palate. Very nice. Here we go. Mm. Oh, this is nice. So creamy, smooth. Now, I would say a mild cigar can be mild and still have ample amounts of flavor. Just not going to overpower you. A little bit of sweetness, a little bit of creaminess. Very, very nice. Very, very enjoyable. All right, lieutenants. We will continue. Let us go to the phones. I know that uh, we are jammed. I'm receiving many emails and uh, tweets and uh, Facebook messages based upon my comments, which I don't believe are controversial in any way. It is simply expressing what I would do, and that is to re, uh, repeat, to reiterate, I would take Jokar Tsarnaev, hope he lives, when he recovers after we get all the information from him, I would uh, take him down to the site of the Boston Marathon bombing. I would erect a, a one of those uh, barricades, those metal barricades that they had in place. I would attach him to it permanently so that he couldn't move in uh, leg shackles and in handcuffs. And then I would place the same type of bomb with all the same... The same uh, materials he put in there, BBs and 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 uh, and nails and and other projectiles. Put it right in there and make sure we aim it so he does the exact same thing. Blow his legs off first, let him dangle there for a little bit. Then let's uh, let the families of the victims or any of the survivors let them come in with the the torture tool of their choice, hacksaw chainsaw, their bare hands, an ice pick, uh, whatever, whatever, a steak knife, whatever they care, and then just slowly and brutally and mercilessly start removing limb by limb. Then let's, we'll go to his face, his eye, his tongue, his fingers, his arms, so that there's nothing left of him. And then the, we can listen to him. The joy we'll hear, we'll receive while we listen to him scream in pain and crying for mercy and begging for forgiveness will be just an absolute delight. And when it's all over, I will light a celebratory cigar and I will drink a toast to his demise. 
and hopefully to every other terrorist demise. Let's say hello first up to Bill Richmond, Virginia, listening on XM165 Extreme Talk. You are front and center. Long ashes to you, Dave. Back at you. Hey, you know, I think this uh, tragedy is a good platform to bring up gun control. You know, if I was a Bostonian and I was stuck in my house on lockdown and I could have my weapon of choice pointed at the front door waiting for this moron to try to break into my house to hide, then I would have felt uh, protected and secure. And I do think that they're trying to weaken our nation by taking away our guns and show these people that we are a weak nation. If every American had a weapon of choice on their person and they were able to fight back when someone like this was in their presence, I think it would give them something to think about before they came and wanted to do damage to our country. Well, yeah, Bill, let me just stop you there. I'm not sure. I I think these terrorists, you can't rationalize with these people. I I don't think they care. However, where having a gun would have been most beneficial is if one of these or both of these clowns would have tried to break into a house or try to seek refuge in a house and you meet them with uh, with Mr. Smith and Mr. Wesson or Mr. Glock, I think it would have been a little bit different outcome. And so I wonder how many people in Boston who were anti-gun and, and, and I'm, by the way, I, I, when you say every American, let me, let me, be a little more specific. I think every law-abiding American, uh, if we have uh, Americans that have criminal records, I don't want them having guns. Or mental issues, I don't want them having a gun. However, and I think we realize, every law-abiding American, but oh, of course. how many people in Boston on Thursday night and yesterday who were against people being uh, the right to bear arms were thinking... Maybe I should re-examine my position on this. Would I like to be a little more secure today? I would bet you a large number, maybe a majority of those people would have said, maybe I should reconsider now that it affects me or could have affected me. Well, I agree with you completely, Dave. I mean, you could you just imagine being in your home with that man within your neighborhood, cowered in the corner, hoping like heck he wasn't about to break through your door? That's right. And if he did, you would welcome him with uh, with some rounds to make sure that he couldn't inflict uh, the damage and the pain that he did on those people uh, at the marathon upon you and your family. Yes. And my torture choice would be a, an acid drip. Oh, that'd be I good. Think that would be a nice way. You just pick out anywhere on the body you wanted to start the procedure in one drip at a time until you just dissolve parts of his his body and let him suffer that i'm going to add that and then i will tweet these out on facebook all people all the these suggestions on how to torture uh this terrorist uh thug this terrorist uh sob bastard so we're going to add that i've got chainsaw i've got uh i've got certainly the bomb to blow off his uh lower extremities uh the acid drip we will add that to the list and bill here's what i'll do for you i'm going to send you out the march a correction, the April Officers Club selection of the Aging Room Havau, the same cigars that I'm enjoying today or same cigar I'm enjoying today, you will enjoy later in the week. 
Thank you very much, Dave. I really appreciate appreciate that. And, you know, I bought a couple of those new, it, it's not brand new, but Punch and Macanudo are putting out singles that are in a little humidor pack that you right. can buy at a convenience store. I'll tell you what, I recommend that to anyone out there who ends up short on sticks in their in their little uh, travel humidor or whatever. If they need to pick up a stick, you know, I was very impressed with how well uh, they were humidified and, and they did a really good job at this. It's a very nice concept, and they, they just recently introduced that. It is a great concept, especially if you uh, can't find a cigar retailer or you are short on a cigar, you want to enjoy a cigar, and it's a beautiful way to to transport your cigar and make sure they stay fresh. So, Bill, duly noted, we appreciate it, and I will send you out those Aging Room Havaus, our April Officers Club selection standby. Let's say hello to Gary up in New Jersey. You are front and center. Long ashes to you, General, from the People's Republic of New Jersey. Back at, well, I am in the People's Republic of California, and I will tell you more about that probably upon my return next week. But uh, what I was going to talk about initially today certainly changed after the events of uh, of Monday uh, and this week. But we'll get to that next week. But, Gary, it seems that there are more and more states that are turning to the communistic, socialistic uh, uh, way of life, and that is very unfortunate, especially considering our founding forefathers would have none of it and were against any form of teetotaling or oppression. I, I, I agree there. Dave, uh, I want to comment on uh, your own introductory remarks. I, I am a former police officer. First of all, uh, my prayers go out to my brother officer from uh, MIT that was killed in the line of duty, as well as to the family uh, of the uh, MBTA officer who was critically wounded in the shootout. My my prayers go out to them. I agree. Uh, anyway, uh, I am not defending the FBI in, in any stretch of the imagination, but uh, a lot of people don't understand that in, in many cases their hands are tied by the present administration as far as the type of interrogation and questions uh, that they can ask uh, these people uh, of of interest. So going back to that 2011 uh, tip that we got from what we believe is Russia, uh, the guy was clean at the time, and uh, unfortunately our current Justice Department made him drop it at that point. Well, uh, we don't don't know if the Justice Department made them drop it. All we know is that the, the FBI Boston office said that they found nothing warranting further investigation. And all I'm saying is they should have just maybe kept an eye on things and and, and have a flag that if he is traveling to Russia or Chechnya, well, there's a flag. If we we keep an eye on his uh, Facebook and Twitter postings and his social network postings, there was a flag there. I'm not pointing the finger. I'm simply saying questions need to be asked and a full investigation needs to be uh, uh, taken. Oh, I, I agree. Uh, they, they do have to come clean on what happened. Going to the uh, the bombing investigation, however, uh, I think that was very well handled by them. My my specialty as a security uh, specialist right now is video surveillance, and uh, they played that perfectly. As soon as they released those pictures, uh, that's that's when the investigation opened up. And well, and let's not. Let, I think you have to credit these citizens who were in attendance because the FBI said, please look at all of your photos once again and your and your movies or videos. Go and look. And when people did that, they found pictures in many instances 
of, uh, of the Tsarnaev uh, terrorists. And so that also assisted. There's no question about it. So I, I think, no question, the FBI was able to get the videos. They were able to get information. Apparently when the, the, the gentleman, and I don't know his name, whose uh, uh, legs were blown off because of the bomb, when he woke up, the first thing he wanted was a piece of paper, and he, he wrote down, white cap, uh, backpack. So he also provided a tremendous amount of information. So I, I think that you also have to credit the citizens who went back and said, wait, we've got this information as well. So it was really a combination, I think, of the FBI and the attendees and the citizens who were, who were instrumental in, uh, I think, as a team, getting these clowns. Without a doubt, the citizens of Boston, they, they stood up this time just like they did back during the Revolutionary War. They're heroes. Well, we appreciate your comments, Gary, and here's what I'll do for you. I will send you out some, uh, tell you what, how about we send you out some diamond crowns for you to enjoy a very nice celebratory cigar. So I think it's uh, worth celebrating that this clown has been uh, captured, and then when we can hopefully torture him, that will really be cause for celebration. So we'll send those out to you, Gary, and we appreciate your comments. Lieutenants, time to take a short time out. We have much more conversational maneuvers, 877-DAVE-007. We're just going to see how things play today. I had a plan earlier Clearly, the last couple of weeks, I was in Vegas, uh, in California, in Napa, San Francisco. A lot of comments, a lot of thoughts, uh, touring a lot of wineries. But when tragedy strikes, when a terrorist act occurs, then we're going to have to make changes. And a good general is always able to deviate when necessary, and that is the case today. So I'm looking over here. Our, Our lines are just jammed with people that want to discuss this. And I think that's important that we do discuss this. This is the exact type of conversation that is being conducted by cigar connoisseurs and alpha males across this nation and we will continue it today on the cigar dave show the cigar intel and alpha male pleasure maneuvers continue the cigar dave show True excellence endures even as taste and fashions change. In the world of luxury cigars, the bold new H. Upman Legacy embodies this legendary brand's true excellence in a stylish contemporary cigar. To smoke an H. Upman Legacy is to experience a modern legacy, a modern legacy that begins with select leaves from the excellent 2008 vintage, leaves cultivated from seeds prized by growers for generations. A dark mountain-grown Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper highlights the robust blend. Flawless craftsmanship and H. Upman Hallmark is evident in Legacy. Created by the loving hands of dedicated artisans, Legacy is a vibrant, complex, fuller-bodied smoke favored by today's connoisseur. Experience a modern Legacy, H. Upman Legacy, true excellence in a cigar crafted for today. Visit us on Facebook and Twitter at The Cigar Life. Surgeon General Warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infrastructure fertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. 
Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. The gold standard in cigar stores and lounges is Cigar Cave on U.S. 19 North in Palm Harbor. Experience Cigar Cave's huge cigar lounge with comfy leather seating, a walk-in humidor with over 2,000 cigar brands and sizes, HD flat screens to watch the NFL Sunday ticket and other sports, the Rocky Patel VIP lounge and private lockers. While enjoying your cigar, enjoy a cool libation from Cigar Cave's beer and wine bar. One visit to Cigar Cave's mammoth humidor and you'll never want to leave. You'll find the big name brands such as Monte Cristo, Romeo y Julieta, Rocky Patel, Arturo Fuente, Ashton, Macanudo, Hoyo de Monterrey, and Punch. Cigar Cave is also your boutique brand headquarters featuring Tatuaje, Oliva, Perdoma, 601, My Father, and God of Fire, to name a few. If Cigar Cave doesn't have it, they don't make it. For more info, visit TampaCigarCave.com. Open 10 to midnight weekdays, 10 to 2 Friday and Saturdays, day or night, head to the cave. Cigar Cave, Pinellas County's number one spot to enjoy a cigar. U.S. 19 North, half a mile north of the Innisbrook Resort in Palm Harbor. Tampa Bay's most prestigious gentlemen's club is the Gold Club. The Gold Club features six exclusive Skybox suites, 10 champagne rooms, and 22 VIP suites. The Gold Club is staffed with over 400 beautiful women, where they keep you entertained on six stages. The Gold Club has an extensive list of champagne, wine, spirits, and cordials. The Gold Club is cigar-friendly with a large variety to choose from. Don't miss the best happy hour in the Bay from 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. The Gold Club features businessmen lunch specials and is the ultimate place to book your bachelor parties. Every Wednesday, enjoy a premium 16-ounce prime rib for only $10.95. The Gold Club is open seven days a week starting at noon. Or visit their other locations, Bliss Cabaret, Emperors of Tampa, Emperors of Pasco, and Emperors of West Palm Beach. The Gold Club is at 6222 East Adamo Drive, Tampa. This for more is details, call CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Please drink responsibly. America's Alpha Male with Nance of Steel, the General Cigar Day. Emails are uh, piling in at a torrid pace on what people would do with the remaining alive terrorist, Jokar Tsarnaev. And uh, some of them very, very creative, I must say, and I will share with those uh, share those with you top of the next hour. Same thing with the uh, tweets as well as some Facebook messages. Let us say hello to Sergeant Matt in Nashville, Tennessee, listening to us on 1510 WLAC. Long ashes, General. Back at you. As a 
former service member who led men into the global war on terror. I could not agree with you anymore, sir, with what the punishment should be for this puke. However, sir, with all due respect, I think you may have left one thing out. Since they want to claim religion, that certain religion is very much against pork, I would drip dried, cooled pork oil. And while doing everything that you had suggested in your opening comments, sir, I would also drip hot oil all over them. Well, that would be enjoyable to watch. No question about it. I'm sure that would hurt uh, tremendously, especially if it's, uh, you, you could almost, uh, when you're done, you could take a little French fry and, and, and uh, you, could, you could fry it right on his face. I think that would I be. I wouldn't want to ruin my French fry like that, sir. I don't know. I, I think that would be, uh, actually what I would like to see is maybe we just take his head and dip it in the French fry vat. You know, like when you go to McDonald's or, uh, or any of the fast food places, they have that little, that metal basket. Just stick his head in that metal basket for a few seconds, just as a warm-up. That would just be an appetizer, of course. That wouldn't be, you know, the main course. We have plenty of other items of torture that we certainly can, can perform on this clown. But I, I agree with you totally, 100%. N- nothing would be out of the question. Nothing could be heinous enough to do to this terrorist. That's how I feel about it. And I think more Americans now, even the libs, are coming around, especially when they saw the gruesome pictures. My fear is, just like 9-11, they forget. They forget quickly. And they cannot forget. And I think the images, people said, oh, those images were graphic and they'll leave a lasting impression. Yes. They are meant to. They need to. We should never forget that. 100%. So I I agree with you, Sergeant Matt. 100%. They made downtown Boston look like downtown Baghdad. Uh, That's exactly right. I mean, think about it. When was the last an American city hold up? Transit uh, was stopped. Offices closed. Businesses closed. Restaurants closed. Sporting events canceled for an entire, really uh, an entire day, day and a half. I mean, people were terrorized. That's why they are terrorists. That happened was 9-11. That's right. And when people say, well, the terrorists didn't win, yes, they did, unfortunately. They did. They stopped an American city. They, 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 they killed and maimed countless Americans, and, and even a Chinese woman was, was killed. So there is no question in my mind we say the terrorists win. Yeah, they did to a degree. We have to make sure... We never allow this to happen again. We have to be ever vigilant, and it just shows we have to have Americans be on the lookout. We have to be the eyes and ears. You see something suspicious, then call it in. Sergeant Matt, here's what I'll do. I want to send you out some Rocky Patel freedoms, since obviously you have fought for our freedom overseas in the armed forces. I think it's appropriate we send you out those Rocky Patel freedoms. Stand by. Private Lee is in for the lovely Ms. Kate, who is under the weather today. So, Lieutenant's Hour number one is complete. We'll continue this line of conversation. Jokar Tsarnaev. This man should absolutely die a brutal, painful death. We'll continue around the corner. Hour number two of The Cigar Dave Show is next. This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the Cigar City of Tampa, Florida. 
U.S.A. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. America's alpha male and general front and center, the foremost authority on cigars, spirits, diversions, dice, dames, the alpha male good life, and in coming up with ideas in terms of how to torture and brutalize the sole remaining living terrorist of the Boston Marathon bombing, Jokar Tsarnaev. That is a badge that I will wear with honor and distinction. And not only do I have great suggestions, but so do you. Our great cigar lieutenants coast to coast. I will share some of those with you momentarily. We welcome you to join us. Hour number 2877-DAVE007. 877-328-3007. Email address cigardave at cigardave.com. Twitter at Cigar Dave Show. Facebook Cigar Dave. I think we have it all covered. Here's what we're going to do this hour. Uh, clearly... When I started the show, I did not realize. I thought that we would, I would talk at least the first segment about what I would do to Jokart Sarnayev, how I would brutalize him, torture him, make his life, his remaining living life, miserable and inflict misery with ample and loads amounts of pain. And I thought we would talk about that, but apparently, and I understand this, that this is the conversation that is being that is taking place amongst cigar connoisseurs alpha males across the country. And so we're no different here. We are a group of alpha males, cigar connoisseurs, people who enjoy life, that, that are proud Americans, successful Americans, that share in the same conversational maneuvers via the airwaves, coast to coast, every Saturday, noon to 2 Eastern time. So we will continue to do that. And then later on in the hour, I have some other items that I would like to get to that are of importance for those of us that enjoy cigars. I received during the uh, top of the hour break a uh, communique from Glenn Loop, the executive director of the Cigar Rights of America. And he said that the bomb went off two doors down from Cigar Masters, one of the nation's great cigar bars. So essentially, they also attacked our passion for cigars. And uh, I would have to agree with that. They attacked cigar connoisseurs. They attacked Americans. They attacked people that want to be able to enjoy their life without the threat of terror, being able to go to an event, enjoy that event, not with any negativity, certainly not with uh, any pain or death inflicted. And when you think about it, you get up in the morning, you're going to see a relative, a friend, a father, a mother, a brother, a business associate running the marathon. You're there to cheer them on in the finish line, and then this happens. And there is a line that says that five seconds can change your life. And I would say that that is extremely appropriate and apropos in this particular situation. And as I said at the, the opening of the show, I will never, ever forget the video and the picture of the gentleman who's who was standing right by the bomb, whose legs were blown off, being wheeled uh, out in a wheelchair by EMS workers or volunteers, and all you could see below his knee was a a sharp bone remaining. 
That was it. I will never forget that image. That indelible image will remain in my mind, in my on my brain, uh, in perpetuity. And I don't think we ever want to forget that. And I, the message I would say to every American, if you see something suspicious, in fact, that gentleman whose legs were blown off, he saw the Tsarnaev terrorists put that backpack down. He saw them place that. We think, okay, maybe just somebody's putting down a backpack for one of the runners or when they cross the line. Those days are over. In Israel, if somebody sees a, a, a bag or a briefcase unattended, they call authorities. Unfortunately, sadly, here in the United States, we have we have to do that. We must do that now because of Islamic extremists. Let's call them what they are. I hear people saying, well, let's, let's, uh, Fort Hood, well, yes, he was an Islamic extremist, but that was a workplace violence incident. No, it was Islamic extremists. Not all Muslims are terrorists, but it does seem that the overwhelming majority lately of terrorists are Muslims, and they are a form of Islamic extremism. And any way you look at it, any way you carve it up, any way you try to decipher it, you cannot negotiate. You cannot rationalize. You cannot make them understand what America is about. They don't care. And this is a perfect example with these Tsarnaev SOBs. They lived here. We granted them political asylum when they were being tortured and brutalized in Chechnya. We opened our doors. We opened our country. The city of Cambridge gave one of these clowns a $2,500 scholarship. We welcomed them to our country. They were visitors. We said, we're here to take you in. Just like the Statue of Liberty, we will take the tired, the oppressed, the poor. We take you in. And what happens? They have freedom in this country. They're going to good schools. They're being educated. And yet, they turn on us. So maybe we need to start reconsidering who we let in. And keep an eye on people that we do let in. So I'm not afraid to say Islamic extremists are a threat to this country, a threat to our way of life. They will cease at nothing. They have absolutely no compassion when it comes to the evil and brutality they will inflict on us and others. Look what happened in Britain. Look what happened in Spain. Look what goes on in Israel. It's happened around the world. Happened, I believe, in, in, in Singapore or Thailand a number of years ago. It's happened around the world. You cannot rationalize with these people. The only thing we can do when we find out they're an Islamic extremist is kill them. Whack them before they whack us. General George S. Patton said it succinctly and correctly. The key is not to die for your country the key is to make the poor, other poor dumb bastard die for his. So let's kill those bastards before they inflict any terror, harm, or damage upon us in this country. I have no compassion, no sympathy for any of these Islamic extremists. It is that simple. And if there are terrorists from another country or another religion or sect, I feel the exact same way. If they threaten us, we need to kill them, execute them, get rid of them. 
because you cannot take them to Starbucks, hold their hand, sing Kumbaya, and say, let's all love each other and have peace. You cannot rationalize or have an, engage in an intelligent, rational conversation with these people. They're not even people. They are subhuman cretons that need to be eliminated. Here are some of the comments I received from our great lieutenants. Let's look at Twitter first of all. Great plan, General. This is from Lieutenant Pat. But can we replace the chainsaw with something that will keep them alive longer and allow them to feel more pain? This from uh, another tweeter, follower. I'm loving the At Cigar Dave show right now. I'm with you all the way on how to handle this son of a bitch general. Here's another one. Dave, let's first make this clown run 26.6 miles. Then I think we can torture him. Here's another one from Lieutenant Patrick. Deep fry his legs off. Take a syringe of hot sauce and fill his eyes with it. Take a tattoo gun, gouge choice words into him, and that's just the prelude. Act one is where the fun really begins. I would make sure we get some Frank and Teresa's Anchor Bar Super Kamikaze hot sauce. That'll really do a number on his eyes. Here's some emails. Lieutenant Rick. I haven't smoked a cigar since I was in college 35-plus years ago, but I may need to do so today. You are my new hero. I haven't heard someone who spoke the truth so clearly in a long time. If you decide to run for a public office, you can be assured you have my voice. Or my vote. My vote. Thanks for telling liberals and so-called passionate people who live in our country what a true American thinks of this indescribable and horrific act of cowardice. Lieutenant Rick from Lieutenant Mark in Louisiana. Been listening to your list of punishments for the survivor Boston bomber. May I suggest that in addition we televise the event on a pay-per-view basis and give the proceeds to the victims. Captain Vince, General, may I suggest using a double-edged guillotine cigar cutter to cut the fingers off? Good idea. General, this is from Lieutenant Sack. General, an eye for an eye for punishment of the Boston Marathon bomber? Insufficient. Inflicting pain is transient. Much better. Sever his nerve endings so that he's paralyzed and blinded. Let him lie there in complete isolation for the rest of his life, which can be extended. Of course, we're too civilized to do anything like that. And this is from, uh, let's see, Lieutenant Rob. Remember the disembowelment scene at the end of Braveheart General? To quote Pulp Fiction, time to get medieval on his ass. And here's from Colonel Don in the Cigar City General. I would use six feet of rope, a double-edged razor blade, and a propane torch. Just some of the many suggestions, all outstanding suggestions. I have no sympathy. I have absolutely zero compassion for the remaining terrorist, Jokart Sarnayev. This man deserves every bit of pain, punishment, terror, torture that we can inflict upon him. Your passport to pleasure. The Cigar Dave Show. The General pontificates 24-7 on Twitter at Cigar Dave Show. Here's something to ponder. Can traditional be modern at the same time? Can heritage give rise to innovation? Sounds like a paradox, but put these opposites together and you've got something new and extraordinary. Trinidad Paradox, a contemporary smoke handcrafted by skilled and loving hands in Trinidad's century-old tradition of excellence with an innovative blend of superior hand-selected tobaccos that deliver a full medley of exotic flavor notes with an unparalleled depth. 
and featuring a silky smooth, fuller body Criollo wrapper from the lush and verdant fields of San Andres. A truly unique experience, Paradox brings the best of modern and traditional together in one awesomely pleasurable smoke that will keep you thoroughly enthralled with every puff. Discover a great paradox. Trinidad Paradox. Visit us on Facebook and Twitter at The Cigar Life. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. America is under attack. Basic freedoms, privileges, and acts that we would normally take for granted are disappearing each day, including the simple ability to enjoy a cigar. This is Glenn Loop, Executive Director of Cigar Rights of America, CRA. At a time when elected officials should be thinking about education, public safety, and creating jobs, they are actually thinking about smoking bans, new taxes, and regulations of historic proportions on premium cigars. The cigars that provide us with pleasure, relaxation, and fellowship are under attack. We have to stop it. That's why Cigar Rights of America was created, to work for a new political day for cigar enthusiasts across America, to roll back restrictive laws and defeat onerous taxes and regulations that impact everyone from your local cigar shop to your personal humidor. For the price of a few great cigars, be a part of this effort to protect your right to enjoy a cigar without excessive taxation and cumbersome legislation. Go to CigarRights.org. Let's tell the government we've had enough. Join now, CigarRights.org. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Like a wolf feasting on a sheep's carcass, the general viciously shreds like the enemies of pleasure and licks his blood-soaked chops with the taste of victory. And I can tell you that I would be drooling my blood-soaked uh, chompers to get these terrorists. All right, now, not, not everybody agrees with me. Not everybody agrees with me. And I said at the beginning of the show, you disagree, I'm more than willing to hear your opinion. I'll be fair. I'll be more than happy to vo- air your opinion if you want to call. When I received an email from Joe, and he says, Dave, I was listening to your show today, and I cannot stand your mob mentality hatred. And due to this, we'll never listen to you again. There is enough hatred in the world, and you do not need to join the ignorant mob calling for blood. Take care and enjoy the pleasure of hatred. It will take you far. What makes you different than the terrorist? You both have hatred, which is evil. Well, what makes me different from the terrorist is that I would not set off a bomb or I would not kill innocent people because I disagree with 
their values, their political affiliation, or their way of life. That, Joe, is the big difference. I'm not filled with hatred. If I was filled with hatred, I would go tell everyone, hey, go set off bombs on anyone. That's not what I'm saying. I am talking about one specific instance. I am talking about one and only one specific item, and that is to inflict torture and pain upon this terrorist that did so much damage, caused death, dismemberment, and destruction to innocent people. There is a huge difference, an absolutely huge difference, between what I am stating, what I'm suggesting, and what you are suggesting. The fact of the matter is, there is hatred in this world. And there is hatred from terrorist thugs. SOBs that we cannot rationalize with. That we cannot sit down and talk to and try to negotiate with. They are evil people. The way we get rid of evil people like that is to simply get rid of them. It is that simple. So to say that I am being lumped with this terrorist not only is absurd and ridiculous, it's extremely offensive. And I will guarantee you that any person of rational, sound mind and judgment would in no way make that inference. No way. Not happening. And in fact, let let me see. This is the kind of thing where almost... We should, uh, in fact, uh, I'll tell you what, Private Brian, see if you can find Kumbaya. I know we've got it somewhere in Next Gen. See if we've got Kumbaya. Because in my estimation, that's exactly what this gentleman is saying. Let's sing Kumbaya. Let's all go to Starbucks and hold hands. And the world will be a much better, more loving place. The problem is, you cannot make chicken salad out of chicken droppings. And I'm cleaning that up. So we've got these chicken droppings, these terrorists. You can't change them. You can't convert them. You cannot rationalize with them. It is that simple. Let's go back to the phones. Bryce in Port Ritchie, Florida, listening on our flagship 970 WFLA. You are front and center. Hey, Long Ashes General. Back at you. I appreciate your patience. Hey, no problem. And, uh, yeah, that, that, that letter you just wrote from, uh, read from that guy, he, he is the kind of guy that totally disagrees with the word Islamic extremism, that it's a bad word. You can't use that. It's sadly with this country. There's way too many people in the country that think that. Well, I don't think it's that. I mean, he's saying that my mentality of hatred, uh, that that I don't need to join the ignorant mob calling for blood. Well, what do you suggest we do? We 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 send this person, this terrorist, that we give him an accolade, we give him awards, we give him a medal, that we we talk to him and say, clearly you went down the wrong path. Let's let's try to understand you. That's oh, yeah, fantasy no, land. No. I, I deal in, in reality, not in fantasy. This is a fairy tale fantasy this gentleman has, and I'm being respectful of his opinion. Uh, and he is, oh, is, is entitled to that opinion, but I just believe he's extremely wrong in his opinion. And, and I wanted to share that because every call and every tweet and email we've received today thus far has been agreeing, in agreement with me. This gentleman oh, I, wants I, to disagree. I agree with you 100%. Absolutely. Yeah, and if somebody wants to disagree, I'm more than happy to engage in a rational debate. And according to this man, if I disagree with him, then clearly I must be 
uh, 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 promoting uh, violence and evil and hatred. And That's hatred. nonsense. Oh, yeah. That's the only thing I hate and I despise is Jokart Sarnaev and every other terrorist that wants to inflict damage, harm, or pain on any member of this country, period. Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, hey, I wanted on a lighter note, though. I wanted to yes, uh, go over with you really quick. I picked up a couple new bourbons this past weekend. Okay. Um, Rowan's Creek and Noah's Mill, have you had those before? Uh, you broke up. Say, say again. Uh Rowan's Creek and Noah's Mill. Noah's Mill bourbon, I have actually sampled. The Rowan's Creek, I have not. Tell me about the uh, the uh, Rowan's Mill or the Rowan's Creek first. They're both from the uh, the same distillery, so they both kind of have a, a similar uh, flavor profile. Both high in alcohol. The uh, Noah's Mill has 114 proof, right? But it really drinks like a like a 90 proof bourbon. Really nice, smooth, lots of flavor. I actually had that last night to Noah's Mill. I, I paired it with uh, the Padron 6485 year, and it was absolutely amazing. Yeah, I know that the and Noah's highly- Mill is is, is uh, made by Kentucky Bourbon Distillers, KBD. Uh, yeah. So I'm, I am familiar with them. but uh, and, and actually, that Noah's Mill won a uh, big uh, award in San Francisco at the World Spirits Competition, I think, about two years ago. Uh, so it's a oh, very yeah. good spirit. Yeah, it's really good. The Rowan's Creek, really good too. It's a nice, nice price on that. It's uh, about thirty-six dollars for the uh, the Rowan's Creek. Excellent. So it's a nice, nice price, good price point, and excellent bourbon. Well, I'm going to definitely have to check that one out. I've had the uh, uh, the Rowan's Creek. I'm going to have to check out the Noah's Mill. I've had, but I will definitely check out the Rowan's Creek, and we'll uh, have excellent. to sa- we'll have to add that to our list of bourbon tastings for the Bourbon Heritage Month uh, 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 shows that we do. So. I appreciate your call, Bryce. Here's what I want to do for you. Obviously, you need a cigar that's going to go nicely with those bourbons. The Rocky Patel Private Cellar, which was our January Officers Club selection, will go beautifully. Connecticut Broadleaf Wrapper, Nicaraguan Binder and Filler. That was Rocky's personal blend he used to hand out to people that came to visit his house or the office. It was so good, he decided to come out with it. It's nice, uh, medium, medium full. It'll go perfectly with those two bourbons. They're coming your way. Excellent. I appreciate it, General. You have a good stuff, a good, uh, good week. You do the same, Bryce. Stand by. Privately, we'll get all your info since Ms. Kate is out ill today. We wish her a speedy recovery. Lieutenants, if I'm being called evil and a hater because I want to go after these terrorists, then so be it. Alpha male conversational maneuvers continue on the, on the Cigar Dave Show. This is Rocky Patel. I'm here with my brother Nish and my cousin Nimish, and we're talking cigars. Guess what? They want me to vote on what my favorite cigars. It's tough, but I'm going to go with the Decade. I love it. It's rich, decadent, and smooth. Rocky, you know what? The Decade's a great cigar, but the 15th anniversary, that's the cigar. That celebrated your 15 years in business, and I got to tell you, it's my favorite. You know what, Nish and Rocky, you both are wrong. The best cigar is Freedom by Rocky Patel. This cigar delivers a lot of spice, a lot of flavor, and in my opinion, it's the best cigar we make. As usual, we can't agree, but guess what? There's a great cigar for everyone. I promise you, nobody works harder than we do to make you a great quality cigar. Come visit us at RockyPatel.com. Surgeon General Warning. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Well, I have decided, lieutenants, 
Maybe I should change. Maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I shouldn't be so evil and mean-spirited, wanting to torture Jokart Sarnaev, the remaining terrorist. Maybe I should learn to love him, understand him, hold hands, break bread with him, pass the peace pipe with him. Yeah, fat chance that's happening. Not going to happen. You can say kumbaya all you want. I stand 100% by what I said, how I would torture and uh, make this guy's life miserable, do the exact same thing he did to the uh, innocent people in Boston at the marathon. All right, uh, lines are still jammed. Let's go to Sergeant Google. I believe it's Google. G-U-G-L-E. Is it Googly? Google in Jackson, Tennessee, listening on WTJS. General, it's a retired gunnery sergeant, Google, like the search engine. Like the search engine. You were ahead of your time, Sergeant Google. <laughs> in the old days, remember the, remember the song Barney Google on the old comic strip? Uh, no, that's way before my time. Oh, okay. Well, long ashes <laughs> to you and all your listeners. General. Back at you, Sergeant. I salute you for your personal stated views, and I want to thank you for the libation of taps, which always makes a tear come to my eye for all the memories of lives lost. And the one thing about the torture, you can add the following. Take a K-bar and slowly skin him alive. And then when you're done, like the other sergeant said, wrap him in pork skin. Mm. I have to tell you, I don't know where to start because we've got so many great suggestions. And the, now, the greatest thing is it'll inflict massive amounts of pain on this clown. Not even He's not a clown. That would be, that, you know what, that's, that's derogatory towards clowns. Uh, but this, this terrorist, bastard, mutant is what he is. Let me make a small quote here from somebody from 1868, if I may, for that guy that wrote in on your email, which ticked me off as you were talking about it. it says, war is an ugly thing, but not the ugliest of things. The decayed and degraded state of moral and patriotic feeling, which thinks that nothing is worth war is much worse. The person who has nothing for which he's willing to fight, nothing which is more important than his own personal safety, is a miserable creature and has no chance of being free unless made and kept so by the exertions of better men than himself, unquote. So, right on the money. That, that's my statement to that guy. If he wants to sing Kumbaya, which may make me almost puke when you play that. <laughs> I know, but, you know, th- but this is the amazing thing. We hear these people that say, let's love, let's learn to, to, to hold hands. These people are simplistic. These people are living in a fantasy land. The fact is, is that there is evil in the world. There are evil people. It would be great to say the world is a euphoric place with no sadness, no evil. That's not reality. And again, I deal in reality, not in fiction. And and uh, I would say that uh, most every one of our alpha male listeners and uh, and our female listeners and our cigar connoisseurs, members of the Cigar Army, they're with me. They deal in reality. And uh, because I, I put this to this... Uh, Lieutenant Joe or, or, or Joe, if one of his family members would have been standing where the bomb went off, how would he feel today? Would he say, "I'm going to forgive him. I'm going to I'm going to learn to understand him and forgive him because that's exactly how it should be. I should forgive and 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 welcome him in in a spirit of love." Really, I don't think so. He'd be saying, I want to fry that bastard. It's exactly what he'd be saying. So I think you have to put your you put yourself in the people's position who were maimed, families who lost a loved one. You have to put it, put yourself in that position to truly be able to say, 
this is exactly how I would handle things. And I, I stand by what I said. I make no apologies. I will not back down. And I could care less what uh, some, uh, you know, some uh, peace-loving uh, uh, lib wants to say. I, I am not in any way, shape, or form being barbaric, being, being an angry, uh, uh, spreading hatred and anger. I am simply stating what I would do. We have the death penalty in this country in many states. Massachusetts doesn't have it. I would venture to say, after this week's events... There will be a, lo- a boatload number of politicians and people saying, maybe we should re-examine that. Maybe we should look at that. In my parting comments, General, I'd like to say my prayers go out to the citizens of the Boston and Watertown, and congrats to all the law enforcement officers there. And I'd like you to add one thing to the next libation you do. Don't forget about the 6,680 lives as of yesterday that were lost in the war on terror between Afghanistan and Iraq. No, we never do. I can tell you that, Sergeant Google. Uh, we pay proper tribute to them on uh, on Veterans Day. We pay tribute to them on Memorial Day. And I don't think there are many other radio shows that uh, that do that. We're about the only ones that, uh, that re- recognize those days. We recognize D-Day, all the important dates that I think we should never forget. We don't forget here on the Cigar Dave Show. Sergeant Google, I appreciate your comments. I want to send you out some very fine... Monte Cristo Epic Cigars, very, very limited, uses a magnificent uh, Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, medium flavor, very smooth. You're going to love that cigar, and I want you to have those cigars. My mouth is watering now, General. Sergeant Google, we appreciate your service, and we appreciate your comments. Let's say hello to, uh, where are we going next? Mike, in one of the Tampa suburbs, listening on our flagship 970 WFLA. Long ashes, General. Back at you. Uh as far as this piece of crap goes, um, I'd like to see him sitting in an anthill covered in uh, honey, chained to a pole with a hatchet. Now, that and fire ants would be good. Now that you mention that, fire ants would really just spread a whole colony full of fire ants on him. That would be a nice uh, appetizer before we get to the main course. Yeah, and then he's got the decision to make that whether he chops his hand off to get out of the chain or sits there and gets eaten right um another question i have for you i do a lot of benefits throughout the year and i'm always looking for more ways to make money for the charities um i'm looking for a low-cost cigar that i can make some money on at some of the events okay say that again so you want to buy a low-cost cigar and do what now sell it at some of the events that i do for the charities oh okay uh well i I would tell you that well Okay, so basically you want to buy a cigar and then resell it. Correct. Well, what I would suggest is you probably work with one of the local retailers uh, in the area. There are many of them that would probably work with you on that, especially if you're, you know, you're, you're dealing with a charity. That would be my suggestion. There are tons of great cigars, but I think you could probably work with a retailer that could maybe give you a great price on a, uh, on a superb cigar that you could still sell at a reasonable price with the proceeds going to the charity uh, that you're involved with. I think that would be a good way to do it. And, and here in the Cigar City and uh, the area, I mean, you've got, I'll give you some names. You've got Edwards Pipe and Tobacco, which is a great place. You've got uh, Spirits 365. You've got Cigar Cave, Tobacco Discount. You could certainly go see uh, Tool at Cigar Castle, uh, John over at Cigar Cave. Uh, any of those places, uh, you know, we'll take, uh, I'm sure would be happy to talk to you about that. So that would be my suggestion. Set up a time, tell them what you're looking to do. It's for a charity, and I'm sure they'll guide you in the right direction. Thank you, sir. My pleasure. Mike, we appreciate it. Let us go to 
Uh, let's see here. John in Pennsylvania, you are front and center. Hello, Cigar Dave. Uh, long ashes to you from a uh, cigar smoking air traffic controller. If you're ever along the East Coast between Norfolk and Atlantic City, you might be talking to me. Back at you, John. I probably have. Now, what uh, what sector do you work? Are you with uh, 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 Center? Are you with Washington Center? Washington Center, yeah. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Now, yeah. Washington Center is where? Out in Reston, Virginia? It's in Leesburg, just west in of Leesburg. Dallas Airport. Okay, well, yeah. I know that uh, a lot of times when I'm traversing, uh, I know last summer when I was uh, flying from Tampa up to um, uh, the Virginia area, made a stop um, in Blacksburg, talking to Washington Center. Then from there, as I was going to Buffalo, from, uh, let's see, let's see, I crossed uh, Pennsylvania into uh, West Virginia and then into New York. So uh, I was with Washington Center till I think, right around West Virginia. Then I think I went to, and actually, to Southern. Cleveland, probably. I, I went to Cleveland Center, I think, right by Pittsburgh, right around Pittsburgh, yep. south yep. of Pittsburgh. They went, they handed me from Washington Center to uh, Cleveland Center. But uh, you guys right. do a great job over there. Sometimes right. it's in, in when you're by the uh, mountains and you're not uh, high enough altitude-wise, it's a little tough to uh, hear you guys. Maybe they can put some more repeaters in there but hopefully we're going to go to a gps uh, satellite type system because we have the technology yeah hopefully we will it'll make things a lot better exactly uh, one of your uh twitterers uh stole my thunder i wanted to use the braveheart method too but uh i it was uh, on a tour in uh, cartagena columbia we went through a, a prison that was used in the uh uh, uh inquisition and they had a replica of the rack there it had five ropes on it one for each arm and leg, and one for the nads. And I think I would use that on this guy. Yeah, this I, I, I tell you, there's so many great suggestions. Where do we start? But I, I really like, I, I think we it should be like a buffet, a smorgasbord. We take go. a little bit of this and a little bit of that. You know, I like the fire ants. I like your idea with the uh, Braveheart uh, ending. I like the yeah. uh, the chainsaw. I like uh, the, the guillotine. Uh, I like the the bees. That would be great. Some Africanized uh, oh, be uh, bees. Just let them, you know, let at them. I mean, I think this would just be a wonderful way for his demise. I think it would be absolutely fantastic. And it won't bring back the people that were no. hurt it's, or, or, or killed. It won't bring back the limbs. However, maybe we, we, we send a lesson to these terrorists. You think you're going to get away with this? Forget it. Because we're going to make right. your life a living misery. And we're going to give you a nice, slow, painful death. And I think that's, uh, we need to send that message that we're not going to take this nonsense. That's right. On the cigar problem, yes, I have a um, problem with my cigars. Uh, oftentimes, when I light them, the wrapper will begin to unravel or split. And uh, I've got one of those digital hygrometers. I'm running around 67% humidity, uh, so I think I've got enough. And I use those um, little gel-filled tubes, humistats, or oh, something like that. Yeah, right. It's a humidification device, so I don't know what's causing this. I mean, they're good cigars, you know, Romeo and Juliet, Oppmann's, that kind of thing. All right, let's talk about your humidification device. Do you have a digital hygrometer thermometer? Yes. Okay, what's it reading? It says like about 67%. I'm never quite at the 70%, usually 67% or, or better, but usually 67%. Okay, when those crack, when you're saying that you light the cigar and it, it, it the wrapper keeps cracking, now is it unraveling? Or... Sometimes it unravels, but most of the time it just splits up the side. Okay, that it, well, two things then. If it's unraveling, that means it's dry and you don't have enough humidity. If it uh-huh. starts splitting up the side, when you're applying heat to it, what can also uh, do that is if you have too much humidity. So uh, h- how close to the humidification device do you keep the cigars? Well, some of them would be touching it because of those um, okay. humistats or whatever, the plastic tubes with the gels in them. You're right, and that's fine, but you don't want them touching. What you want to do is you want to have a little separation 
Okay. Uh, so what you want to do is, is and they look like a, a cylindrical tube, so you can lie it in place next to your cigars. What right. I suggest you do is get a little matchbox or something that is a divider so that it won't actually touch the cigars. And I suggest that you use you put your cigars on multiple layers separated uh-huh. by a sheet of cedar, a little cedar sheet. Play? Okay. That would be my recommendation. If Because two things, like I said... The unraveling is different. That means it's too dry, but when you start seeing cigars start to explode almost and the wrapper yeah. starts cracking, it could mean that you've got too much moisture inside in the filler, and then what happens is when you have combustion, the heat, it just starts to essentially explode. It's got to go somewhere. So Maybe that, I can put those tubes in the wrapper. Sometimes cigars wrapped in a piece of cedar, just put them in that. I, I, you could. Yeah, you could. You could, but again, you just don't want that humidity touching that. Now, what I would do is this what i would do is maybe check that battery in your humidification device make sure it's working properly you can always do this one way to make sure you're getting the proper humidity level take some some uh, paper towels soak them in water or a towel and soak it in water fully soaked in water and place the humidification device in that soaked paper towel or that uh, that soaked uh, regular towel it should go up to 100 percent within a matter okay. of about 20 seconds if it doesn't okay. and only reads it uh, maybe like 80 percent you got a problem so maybe could be batteries right. remember you have to change the batteries on these and a lot of people forget that so okay. somewhere along the line you may have that probably not not a uh, uh, uh probably that would be my first inclination because i've had that happen where i look and it says in my humidor it'll say 68 percent i'm like wait a minute it's been 68%, and uh, the cigars are getting a little dry. Sure enough, you got to replace the battery. All so right. just something I'll, to be on the lookout. Here's what I'll do for you. I'll send you some cigars that I know will be properly humidified. I'm going to send you out some of the Villager Colorado and Talangas. Very nice. That Colorado's a nice medium-flavored cigar. The Talanga's a little different. It's on the medium side, but a little bit spicy, using a very nice wrapper from the Talanga region of Nicaragua, and those are coming your way. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank All you. right. You bet. Stand by. Lieutenants, when we come back, I will tell you about some items of importance as it uh, relates to cigar connoisseurs being able to enjoy your cigars, taxation on cigars. I do want to get to uh, to these items because they are important. I have got about 25 stacks of items that I did not get to today because of the unique circumstances of this show. And that's fine. Not a problem because, to me, we have to look in, at, and see what takes precedence. And I don't believe it would be appropriate for me to ignore the events of this week. And we did not, and we will not. So therefore, lieutenants, we'll continue with calls at 877-DAVE-007. And when we come back for our final and concluding segment of this edition of the Cigar Dave Show, we will talk about some of the items affecting your right to enjoy cigars and the price of your cigars. The Cigar Intel and Alpha Male Pleasure Maneuvers continue. The Cigar Dave Show. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. How? What about, it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next. How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Who are you? Do you even work here? 
Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yet costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair, genius! Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. Hi, this is Rocky Patel. And every day our personal rights and privileges are being taken away by the federal government so we can enjoy what we love, our cigars. We introduce the freedom to celebrate all the time and energy spent in Washington, D.C. fighting for the rights of cigar smokers and against unfair tax and regulation. This cigar has a beautiful Oscuro wrapper that when combined with the variety of Nicaraguan tobaccos produces a rich, spicy flavor. The smoke of this complex cigar introduces spice with hints of sweet espresso and cocoa with a slight touch of oak and nut on the back of your palate. So celebrate life and protect your right by enjoying and reaching out for a Rocky Patel Freedom Cigar. I promise you, nobody works harder than we do to make you a great quality cigar. Come visit us at RockyPatel.com. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. As a connoisseur of life's pleasures, your shopping list includes two very important items, cigars and spirits. But there aren't many places that carry both, a great selection of cigars and a huge selection of spirits. There is now. Say hello to Spirits 365 with two superstores in Pinellas. Spirits 365 is the home to a massive selection of spirits, wine, and beer. From Doors to Glenfiddich, Crown Royal to Cavassier, and Valvini to Budweiser, Spirits 365 is stocked. While our name is Spirits 365, we're loaded with your favorite premium cigars. Romeo y Julieta, Rocky Patel, Arturo Fuente, Drew Estate, Macanudo, Monte Cristo, and more. Whether it's cigars, spirits, wine, or beer, it's all at Spirits 365. Two Pinellas locations, Gandhi Boulevard, just west of the dog track in St. Pete, just minutes from Tampa, and Seminole Boulevard, just south of Park Boulevard in Seminole. Spirits 365, open every day of the year and open late until 3 a.m. in St. Pete and midnight in Seminole. Spirits 365, your cigar and spirits superstore. For over 50 years, Edwards Pipe and Tobacco has been Tampa's premier pipe and tobacco shop. And now Edwards brings over a half century of cigar tradition to our newest location in Northdale. Welcome to Edwards Havana Nights and Edwards with a twist. At Edwards Havana Nights, you'll find the same great service and selection of cigars and accessories you've come to know, along with a full liquor bar and an extensive wine and bottled beer selection, as well as five beers on tap. Enjoy relaxed seating areas with fireplace and seven flat screen TVs for watching the game or just chilling out. Listen to live music on select nights. Edwards Havana Nights also offers full conference facilities for business or private functions. Visit us soon and see what everyone is talking about at the new Edwards Havana Nights. 15407 North Dale Mabry next to Grill 116 at the corner of North Dale and Dale Mabry. Like us on Facebook at Edwards Havana Nights. Call us at 813-962-3311.
Alpha Male Pleasure Maneuvers are now in progress. Please enjoy the Cigar Dave experience. Activate appropriate countermeasures. Good news, lieutenants, on a couple of fronts, specifically some potential smoking bills and bans. First of all, here in the cigar state of Florida, you'll recall about uh, five, six weeks ago, I told you that there was a House bill and Senate bill that was introduced that would allow the state's smoking ban, the uh, the indoor Florida Clean Indoor Air Act, to be amended by local municipalities and counties and villages, over 900 of them in the state. Right now in the state of Florida, there is a line right at the beginning of the bill saying this law supersedes all other laws in the state. And over the last number of years, specifically the last year or two, we saw Sarasota that wanted to ban smoking on the beach. We saw Orlando wanted to ban smoking in Orange County and and, uh, other municipalities. And good news. Because House Bill 439 never made it past the House Quality Subcommittee. They're not scheduled to meet again this year. So there will be no amendments to the Florida Clean Indoor Air Act, which also applies to certain outdoor areas as well. Well, not really. It's just the the indoor areas, specifically uh, bars, restaurants and bars. If a bar or a, a an establishment derives less than 10% of their revenue from food sales in the state of Florida, they can allow smoking. Now, in the People's Republic of California, forget about it. New York State, forget about it. We've got common sense legislation. And in the Senate uh, uh, version of the bill, Senate Bill 258, it made it to the Senate Community Affairs Committee, but it stalled as Florida senators are turning their attention to more other local affairs. So even though this bill is dead, we have to remain ever vigilant. All right, let's look at some other areas. People's Republic of California where I have been the last uh, week or so. They have killed the ban that would uh, that would have allowed a ban on smoking indoor pe- inside people's homes. So a bill that would have made it illegal for Californians to smoke inside their own homes was rejected on Wednesday by an assembly committee. The bill would have made California the first state to venture into personal bedrooms, living rooms, houses with smoking restrictions. Specifically, it targeted condos, duplexes, and apartments. Assemblyman Mark Levine, taxocrat of San Rafael, proposed the measure, but it was rejected 5-2 to two by the Assembly Housing and Community Development Committee. And uh, that's good news. So it's bad enough in the People's Republic of California. That was killed. In Arkansas... Good news. Arkansas Governor Mike Beebe signed a bill this past Tuesday that caps the state excise tax. Actually, a couple of weeks ago he did that. That caps the state's excise tax on premium cigars to 50 cents per cigar. This is now the ninth state in the nation to adopt a cigar tax cap. It currently will replace, or the law goes into effect October 1st, it will replace the current tax, which is 68% of a manufacturer's wholesale price. So the tax goes from 68% to a maximum tax of 50 cents per cigar. So a $10 cigar would cost you at retail, when all said and done, probably in the, well, let's see, 
A $10 cigar, by the time all said and done, would have added about $3.5 of state tax to the cost of a cigar. Now it'll be a maximum of 50 cents. So that is good news on that front. It is good news in Florida. It's good news in California. Good news for those of us that enjoy cigars. Lieutenants, this has been a most unique type of show. No question about it. But when events take place and transpire that affect all of us as Americans, we cannot sit idly by and ignore it. I did not ignore it. I won't ignore it. I made my comments and what I would do to the remaining Jokar Tsarnaev terrorist very clear. I want him to be inflicted with a maximum amount of torture and pain. Cigar Day, the general saying, Mayor Humidor always be full. Mayor Cutter always be sharp. Mayor Ashby extra, extra long. Semper Delictatio, always pleasure. And let us remember all those people that were affected by the Boston bombing. Same thing with the explosion in West Texas. If you miss any of this show, go to CigarDave.com. Theater 1A, you can catch it again. This is Cigar Dave the General. I hope you enjoyed today's Cigar Dave Show podcast.